We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Sam. And I'm Jess. And this is a podcast about the paranormal. And we've had a couple really good Halloween episodes for the month of October, so uh, go listen to those. Uh Um, And now it's November and I'm sad, but that's fine. It's still, it's definitely still Halloween to me. It still feels Halloween-y. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you said weenie weenie <laughs> <laughs> anyways how are you doing i'm um <clears throat> anxious Ooh. oh it's monday november 2nd, 2nd yeah if that means anything to you americans so when this gets released we will know the results of the upcoming u.s election so that'll be interesting um but for now we don't know and it's scary and i don't like it yeah this is like really scary actually yeah this is a really scary time (laughs) my mail-in ballot also just like never showed up so i'm gonna like physically go tomorrow and i like don't want it to sound like i'm complaining but i just have uh, i'm not not super like stoked about having to physically go yeah but it's like right around the corner from where we live so it's like pretty convenient hopefully it's an easy process i can get in and out quickly and that'll be great um yeah that'll be really nice yeah and we live in massachusetts so i think that like for our state it'll pan out pretty well but yeah i'm hoping that yeah so i'm i'm anxious about that i've been thinking about that a lot (laughs) that's fair yeah um, but other than that, I've had a productive day. I like started at one end of the apartment and worked my way back and cleaned everything and Jeff did the kitchen and so our apartment is very clean and nice. Nice. Yes. Also I had a great weekend. Yes. <laughs> Hallow weekend. Hallow weekend. It was How a great was Hallow weekend. How was your Hallow weekend? 
I say that like I don't know, but I was gonna I was say there. you know how it was. We played a shit ton of Minecraft Dungeons, which yes. I'm now addicted to. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> now my Max B build ramp makes more sense. <laughs> yes, it does, dude. Max B's is great. Anyway, yeah. So this weekend was great. Thank you for that. Also, I'm yeah. sorry I bricked you with a uh, medicated apple crisp, but uh, yeah. Um, I had like one small bite before you left and I was like so tired yeah <laughs> like just so tired I was like I gotta go to bed it's 7 30 like it's my bedtime it's so weird how stuff like that like Jeff and I like were awake until like 2 a.m playing video games like we both were like feeling great yeah it's so weird how like it affects people differently because I was yeah. like, oh, like, you should probably eat this much because that's what, like, we've been eating because we have a similar tolerance. And it was just like, nope. Uh, but anyway, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Good. No um, longer high. From- no. Well, yes, I am. <laughs> from but not the- <laughs> from not from the apple crisp. Cool. That was a very interesting experience. Like, again, after. So I got sick, everyone. And then. <sighs> I, afterwards, I was immediately like, I gotta go to bed. Like, good night. <laughs> Fair. Because I Fair. was so high. I was like, I just, I, I gotta let go. Yeah. Well, you'd yeah. like also been drinking, so that definitely did not help. It did not help. But like, I didn't, I didn't feel drunk. I didn't wake up with a hangover or anything. So like, but it's fine. I had a great weekend besides that. And, you know, work today was whatever but well that's good yeah and now we're here and that's it cool cool well i have a couple quick updates and then i will tell you a story okay sounds good the first one is after we record this we are recording what is technically last month october's little weird to be released two days from now so when this gets released it will already be released so yes. you should listen to that because I'm excited to I'm stoked to record after this and I think it's going to be hilarious. So you should listen I to that. I hope so. I'm excited. Okay. Um, also, my boyfriend I think is going to join us, and I think that will be hilarious as well. Um, <laughs> the second thing is we did make the changes to our Patreon. So if you are a current patron, um, first of all, thank you for sticking with us through the changes. Um, We did remove the $5 tier to make a lesser expensive $3 tier, and we changed some of our benefits. So take a look at that if you are a patron. And if you're not, now's your chance. Yes. It's only $3 a month for the lowest tier, and um, I think that our new benefits are great. So if you like our show, you should check that out and i'm like honestly not even saying that because i want your money or anything like that i'm just saying it because i'm excited so yeah 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 yep <laughs> and the and? last thing the third thing is our episode with our friends seth and chelsea is out and that was also a really fun time so you should go listen to that my actually my story was inspired by some of the stuff we talked about sick oh <laughs> so, it all loops back yes I yeah okay Great. So are you ready? Great. Yeah, no, I am ready. Um, I did want to ask you how much water you've drank today. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. I had it on my I had it in my notes to like not forget to ask that and then I just still my brain was like, Nope. 
Um, I've refilled this once, so I'm not doing great. But you're doing okay, and that's okay. It's better than nothing. I've had two beers. Yeah, that's hydrating. And some kombucha. Yeah, liquids. Yes. Yeah. I should definitely fill this at some point, though, because it is currently empty. Um, but what about you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. This is... Or, well, this is my second water bottle today. So, so one and a half-ish. So one and a half-ish. Uh, so not great, nice. but like, well, made coffee at work again, you know. Good, 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 good. Hydrate. Yep. It's starting to get cold enough outside to where I'm going to be starting to wake up at 3 a.m. and be like, <gasps> water. Oh my God. I was literally thinking about that last night because my allergies have been so bad. I am also mouth breathing a lot. And I like woke up and I was like, my lips were just like crusted open. I was like, (laughs) it was rough. And then I was like, oh yeah, I forget. I forget every year how much I hate winter. And like your body like goes, like changes so much during winter. And it's so weird. I have to drink so much more water now. Like, yes. And it's all cold out, and yeah, I'm not a huge fan of winter. I like snow, but I don't like winter. Yeah. If we could have snow, but without the cold part and the freezing part, yeah, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Or like right now, (laughs) if this was as cold as it would get, but it's not. Nope. Because we're going to get into the negatives. Love it. Love it. I love New England in the winter. I mean, I do, but I I mean, I do, but yeah. I like to look at it. I don't From like to inside be in my it. house with a cup of cocoa. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Are now you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's oh, do wait. it. Let me. Let's. Let me. Let me. Oh. Nice. So, <laughs> for our Halloween episode, we got into. Um, the conversation with Seth and Chelsea about um, what cryptid we thought was the sexiest. Oh. Right. Okay, yes, I do remember that. Do you remember what my answer was? No, dude, I don't. Okay. Oh, wait, I do, but I don't remember what it's called. (laughs) Okay. I was saying how I was curious as to what is underneath the Flatwoods Monsters crazy suit. So I figured I would talk about the Flatwoods Monster this week. Yay! For those people who don't know who they are. It's me. It might be Sam. Who knows? Oh, I meant it's me that doesn't know, but it might be Sam. (laughs) I don't know. Tell me about it. Is it me? We'll find out. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hmm. Could be. Anyway. Um, So... (laughs) The Flatwoods Monster is also known as the Braxton County Monster or the Phantom of Flatwoods. Very good nicknames. Yes. Before I get into this, my sources were Wikipedia, the History Channel website, and a website called Fandom.com. <laughs> Sorry, Ruby is chewing her bone directly underneath me. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. She wants something softer. Aw. Okay. Sorry. So, it's Okay. <laughs> So this takes place in the town of Flatwoods in Braxton County, West Virginia. We are at 17 or 7:15 p.m. on September 12th, 1952. 
So this is a decade before Mothman, but also in West Virginia. That's what I was immediately thinking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so this is before that. So 7.15 p.m. Two brothers, Edward and Fred May, ages 12 and 13, and their 10-year-old friend Tommy Heyer claimed that they saw a bright object fly across the sky and land on the property of a local farmer named G. Bailey Fisher. The boys went to Kathleen May's home, who's Ed and Fred's mom, and told her their story. She then took them and the two local and two local children, Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver, to the Fisher farm with West Virginia National Guardsman, 17-year-old Eugene Lemon. 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 While looking for whatever they had seen, Nunley, Neil, Neil Nunley, claimed that he saw a pulsing red light at the top of a hill. Lemon Orion. <laughs> I can hear him. Yep. He's got a lot to say. Um, Lemon said that he aimed the flashlight in the direction of the pulsing red light, and for a moment his light revealed a, quote, Orion, please, tall, man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by a pointed hood-like shape. Weird. Yeah. So that's a weird description. Are you done, Orion? Probably not. Um, Kathleen, the boy's mother, described the figure as having small claw-like hands. Um, it looked like it was wearing clothing. And it had a head that resembled the ace of spades. So weird. it looked like the ace. Like, yeah. Like a yeah, kinda. Like the with the point on the top. Yeah. And like the yeah. Very um, weird. It, yeah. It also looked like it was wearing a pleated green skirt. So that's nice. That's a good touch. Yep. Um, uh, apparently, the figure made a hissing sound and glided towards the group. So naturally, yeah, he's just like, and then like, towards them. So naturally, Lemon screamed and dropped his flashlight and everybody ran away. Yeah. Yep. One of the younger boys apparently like peed his pants. Yeah. Just literally peed his pants. He's like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Is there a little foot under the door? There are two. We do not entertain that kind of behavior in this household pref. Sorry. I'm doing stuff. Um Yeah, so the kid peed his pants. Um apparently the dog that was with them was also just like terrified. The group said that during the encounter they had smelled something pungent. And some later said that they were, it was so strong that they were nauseated by it. Several members of the group reported suffering miscellaneous symptoms for some time after this encounter. Miscellaneous symptoms? <laughs> yes. Such as irritation of the nose, swelling of the throat, vomiting, and convulsions. Oh. <laughs> A doctor who treated them reported that their symptoms were similar to those of victims of mustard gas. Weird. Um, however, those are also symptoms of hysteria. Or being exposed to a traumatic or shocking event. Those are some things that are symptoms of that, apparently. They just had PTSD. Maybe. However, the next day, A. Lee Stewart Jr. of the Braxton Democrat, which is a newspaper, I think, um, claimed that he had gone back out to the spot with Lemon. And lemon. they had discovered a, quote, an odd gummy deposit. It was just like a thick black, like liquid. Yeah. In the spot, Kathleen had apparently gotten some of this weird stuff like on her dress. Ooh. At the time, so that's 
something to keep in mind for later. Stuart reported that there was a, quote, sickening, burnt, metallic odor still prevailing when they went back the next day. Weird. And there were two tracks in the mud. I don't know if they were like tire tracks or just tracks. Um, but the area hadn't had vehicle traffic for at least a year. Oh. Like nobody ever drove around in there. So it was just kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. I guess somebody might have heard about this happening and went out there to like see if they could find anything and like drove their tra- like their truck around or something. Yeah. So like that's a possibility, but still. Coincidentally, the local sheriff and a deputy had been investigating reports of a crashed aircraft in the area at the time. Ooh. They searched that specific area where the Flatwoods monster had been seen, but, quote, saw, heard, and smelled nothing. <laughs> Obviously just immediately, like, dismissive of it. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, so. There were some other descriptions, other sightings. Of the Flatwoods monster. So that was, like, the main one, but there are some other places where he, uh, they were talked about. So... Okay. Um, do you know who UFO writer Gray Barker is? No. I think that before this I had heard of them because, um, like, Greg and Dana Newkirk talk about him a lot. Like, John Tenney talks about him a lot. Oh, okay. Um, he's, like, one of the, like, classic, like, UFO writers. Yeah. Um, and he is a Braxton County native. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so this is, like, where he got his start, was writing about the Flatwoods monster, essentially. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, So Gray Barker described the figure as approximately 10 feet tall with a round red face and eye-like shapes on the head, which were greenish-orange. Their body was dark black or maybe green. So that was another description that he was able to come up with. Green. Weird. Yeah. And maybe wearing a pleated skirt. That is also wearing a pleated skirt. Yeah. Fashionable. Uh, William and Donna Smith of the Civilian Saucer Investigation Group were able to obtain a number of related accounts after this event. So um, a mother and her 21-year-old daughter claimed to have encountered a creature with the same appearance and the same odor a week prior to this incident. Ooh. So after they started asking and being like, hey, this happened. Has anybody seen anything like that? People are starting to come out and be like, okay, yeah, a week ago I saw this. Um, This encounter apparently affected the daughter so strongly that she was sent to Clarksburg Clarksburg Mental Hospital for three weeks. Oh, shit. So whatever happened, whatever they saw was so traumatic that she literally, like, had to be treated for it. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Eugene Lemon's mother, coincidentally... (laughs) claimed that around the time of the crash, her house had been violently shaken and her radio had cut out for 45 minutes. Wow. That's so sad. She's like, I'm fucking bored. (laughs) Probably the only reason why she remembers that, honestly. Yeah, right? She's like, actually, my show's stopped. Also, the director of the local board of education claimed to have seen a flying saucer taking off at 6.30 a.m. on September 13th, which was the morning after Specifically claimed to have seen a flying saucer. Weird. Which I thought was kind of strange. Seems fake. Yeah, a little too on the nose, I think. He's like, yeah, I saw a flying saucer literally leaving. Like, yeah, the 13th? Sure. And it was like in the morning, like... Yeah, pretty early. Mm. I'm not sure about that one. Um, Apparently, the same night as the Flatwoods Monster Encounter... George and Edith 
Snitowski were driving just north of Strange Creek, fitting name, in West Virginia. Um, ashes in the litter box being loud as fuck. Why is my cat like this? Okay, there we go. Artemis is the same way. Now that's over. So they're driving. Shmau cat. They're driving in Strange Creek. Strange and Creek. And suddenly their car stalls. And the air is filled with this, like, nauseating smell. Um, George gets out of the car to see what smells so bad. And he looks down the road and he sees a large globe moving slowly back and forth, giving off a soft, soft violet light. George moved closer to it and felt, quote, the sensation of thousands of needle-like vibrations. He then got sick, like, leaned against the side of the road, threw up, and then stumbled back to his car. Uh, Meanwhile, Edith is in the car, screaming that something is behind him, and eventually he turns around to see a figure, quote, about eight or nine feet tall, with a big head, bloated body, and long spindly arms gliding rapidly towards him. Weird. Wait, gliding? Yes. Weird. Which was also the same word that the original sighting used. They said that it was gliding towards them at one point. It just like hovers off the ground. It's just like... Yeah. Which sounds like kind of terrifying. Correct. Uh, anything coming towards me, I'm not about. So. so the couple locks their car and they're in there like hiding. Um, and all of a sudden one of its long spindly arms stretches across their windshield Ew. they hid in their car in horror until george finally looked up and saw the monster gliding away um eventually they saw the glowing globe again it swayed back and forth and then lifted up above the trees and into the sky so that was weird (laughs) that's all very strange yeah the strangest part in my opinion, is that the next morning, a gas station attendant pointed out a V-shaped burnt spot on their hood. (laughs) So, like, I'm literally imagining, like, like a V-shaped hand. Yeah. So, yeah. That's creepy. creepy. Also, a Birch River resident claimed to have seen a bright orange object in the Flatwoods area, and there are rumors that a woman and her mother came forward to say that they had seen the same creature about 11 miles away from Flatwoods. So there is a total of seven sightings, like individual sightings, between the 12th and the 13th, separately. And they were like notable to where people are coming forward and saying like, yeah, that was fucking weird. Yeah, right. So then the media, of course, gets a hold of this. The media. Thanks, the media. Thanks, media. So newspaper stories were written and shared throughout the country. There were radio broadcasts. Um, Hundreds of phone calls were received from all parts of the country. Um, It got so big that the National Press Services rated the story number 11 for the year. Wow. Yep. Um, Apparently, a minister from New York came to question the May family. Um, A Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania paper sent out a special reporter. Obviously, Gray Barker investigated it, etc., And Gray Barker also claimed that government, quote, men in black had shown up in Flatwoods posing as magazine writers. For anybody who doesn't know, because we haven't really talked about it yet, um, the men in black, it's not like the movie. um, It's like what is possibly a legitimate thing where after a UFO sighting, these men dressed in all black knock on your door and say, hey, don't talk about it. 
So he was the one who, like, pretty much introduced the idea that the government was coming to Flatwoods to say, hey, don't talk about this. Weird. And also there were rumors that they had taken um, Kathleen's dress that had been stained with that weird, like, yeah. oil stuff. Um, and they said they were going to return it. But of course, they, like, they never did. did. So they just took it. She's like, that's my favorite dress. Yeah, man. I'd be like, what the fuck? You said you are going to give it back. <laughs> Bitch. So that was the two days where this creature was seen. That's it. There are no other reportings. Oh, or, uh, ever? Sightings, ever. Weird. No. Okay. So possible explanations for this. Joe Nickel of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, which I think we've... I think I've mentioned him before. Yeah, definitely. He investigated this in 2000 and concluded that the bright light in the sky was most likely a meteor. The pulsating red light was likely an aircraft navigation or hazard beacon. On the night of September 12th, meteors had been seen across multiple states in that area, and there were three flashing red aircraft beacons that were visible from where the sighting happened. So. Ooh. Okay. Um... Also, <laughs> here's the part that I literally I literally started laughing when I was doing this research. The creature described by witnesses also closely resembles an owl. <laughs> Again. No, it with doesn't. With the owls. Everything that looks weird is an owl. It's a fucking owl. And you're like, no, it's not. Have you? No. Have you seen an owl? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So listen. So listen. The theory was that. First of all, they had startled the barn, a barn owl, which, like, those things are pretty creepy looking, that was perched on a tree limb, and so that was why it went flying at them. It was, it was up in a tree, and they scared it, and it went, nope. Um, and the foliage beneath the owl may have created the illusion of the lower parts of this creature. So, that's, um... That's a stretch. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, Yeah. There's also, um, (laughs) this did kind of check out though. So Kathleen's report of it having small claw-like hands does match the description of a barn owl with its little- (laughs) With its small- Little legs. Claws. There's that. So he suggests that the witnesses' perceptions were distorted by their heightened state of anxiety. The witnesses also could not agree on whether or not the figure had arms. Which, so Kathleen was like, yeah, it had like these small kind of claw-like, like spindly arms. And everybody else just didn't see the arms. So like, maybe she was the only one who had a view of them. I don't know. But either way, they couldn't agree on it. Yeah. Um, and so that was like, nope, it's gotta be fake. <laughs> um, also, he's saying that they were really anxious when they were like, like they had a heightened state of anxiety. Which, like, okay, I kind of get that. Um, like, you're if you're, you know, investigating something weird and it's dark. But also, I feel like if you're 12 or 13 or 10, like, wicked fucking young like these kids are, you're just, like, excited. And you're just like, oh, I want to go see what this fucking weird thing is. Like, you're not, like, freaking out. Yeah, right. So sorry, man. That is that isn't doing it for me. Um, however, most investigators and the Air Force agree with it. Wow. Okay. The Air Force, just because? Yeah, just because, man. Interesting. Interesting. Also, you know, 
not going to bring up that the Air Force and the Men in Black could possibly be connected, but... Oh, that's a good point. Um, you know, we can get into that in a That's something episode. to think about. <laughs> yeah. Um, Put that away. We'll come back for it. So, side note, this is really... This is not in line. I wanted to do an episode on UFOs um, that wasn't super... Um, super out there. Like, we've talked a little bit about, like... Like in the Kelly Hopkinsville episode, we talked a little bit about it. Um, but the long and the short of it is that the topic of UFOs is like kind of sketchy. Um, a lot of it has to do with disclosure and whether, you know, the government is being truthful with us or not. Um, and that's just not necessarily a topic I want to get super far into. However, I do enjoy touching on it and I do enjoy heavily speculating. Heavily speculating. So I'm not going to be like crazy conspiracy theorist about it. Um, so yeah. I know. Just wanted to bring that up. Skeptic Ryan Hopped, H-A-U-P-T, Hopped. 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 Um, he says that nausea reported by the witnesses were, it was consistent with hysteria and overexertion. Hysteria is not a medical diagnosis anymore, sir. No. I don't know if it, so this is in the 50s, was it? I think it was. It was, Was it? Yeah, it was. So, apparently, they were just super anxious and hysterical, and they all somehow saw this weird creature owl thing. The reason why I kind of believe them is because A. Lee Stewart, who is the newspaper publisher guy, said, quote, those people were the most scared people I've ever seen. People don't make up that kind of story that quickly. Yeah. 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 Also, something to kind of like think about is that five months prior to this happening, um, Life released a story titled, quote, Have we visitors from space? Have we? It says, quote, The Air Force is now ready to concede that many saucer and fireball sightings still defy explanation. Life offers some scientific evidence that there is a real case for interplant- interplanetary saucers. So apparently they found some kind of like weird space to space debris mm-hmm. and they were talking about this in the 50s. So whether that was inspiration for the story or whether the story was confirmation of it is kind of like a point of contention. Yeah. Cuz it happened five it, that like story was released 5 months before they saw this monster. Right. So were they just kind of like thinking that they'd seen something crazy because their mind was wandering or like did life release this and then we saw an alien and then they're yeah. like yeah holy shit maybe they didn't even read that article that's the thing is like what's the likelihood that they actually like read that yeah these kids are like 11 and 12 like what yeah no. okay so that's the thing absolutely not these kids are like so fucking young and, like, I doubt that they were, like, sitting in their room conspiring, you know, the night before, like, oh, we're gonna, like, make up this crazy, oh, we're gonna get our mom involved, too, and and the, uh, like, National Guardsmen, like, oh, perfect. We're just gonna tell the same story. It'll be great. We'll make no money. I mean- Everybody will harass us for years. It'll be great. Yeah, that's all true. I mean, like, even if they just, like, pranked their- <laughs> what if they just pranked their parents, their mom- they set up I mean, the yeah, whole that's thing. also, but also ten feet tall. So were Fred and Ed? No, because they were there. So it must have been two of their friends. Okay, they paid two of their friends 
to do the thing where you you're in the suit, you sit on each other. One guy sits on the other guy's shoulders. <laughs> and then you put on a green pleated skirt. Yes. And a hood. Uh-huh. And then question question mark question mark question mark question mark profit (laughs) (laughs) profit question mark Uh, (sighs) so anyway so some people think that it is a thin tall entity wearing some fancy clothes fancy clothes some think it's a robot some think it's mechanical um some also claim that it itself is a spacecraft (gasps) Ooh, that's interesting I like that. It's an that. interesting concept. I kind of do too. So like it like launches and the like flames from the launch just come out of the skirt. <laughs> and then it tucks its arms and legs back in during flight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, obviously like people's imaginations run wild with it. Um, Fred and Ed are still alive and they stand by their story. Nice. They're currently in their late 70s and are no longer speaking to reporters after hundreds of thousands of interviews. Literally, like, hundreds of thousands. And Fred said in a documentary that was, like, pretty recent, quote, it doesn't matter to me whether people believe or don't believe. So he's like, nope, I'm standing by my story. I know what we saw. I don't care. Yeah, like, respect. Which I think says a lot. Like, I mean, I don't know. He, he literally is admitting, like, dude, I've done so many fucking interviews. I don't want to talk about this anymore. And if you didn't want to talk about it anymore, you would just come out and say, I made it up. I made it up. I don't know. So right now, there's a sign leading into Flatwoods that says, Welcome to Flatwoods, home of the green monster. <laughs> Which, if I was more aggressively Bostonian, I would get very upset about that. But I don't really care enough. Um. aggressively bostonian (laughs) yes like most of them are that's just not me i don't really care too much about the green monster although there is an ice cream that someone makes called the green monster that's very good friendlies used to make a green monster ice cream something like that. and it was like oh we're talking about food again oh yeah it was definitely just like mint ice cream with like fudge swirls and then like little chocolate like red socks logos yes they had caramel ones too see i love the mint ice cream so that was definitely Yeah. yeah but yeah so apparently they call the flatwoods monster also the green monster because they were green okay they also have a museum for them wow and every year they have a festival called flatwoods days where the monster is part of the celebration (laughs) so that's cool (laughs) um so basically these days he's kind of used or there i'm sorry i don't know the gender of the flatwoods monster basically these j these days they're used as a cash grab essentially a way to make money off tourists locally so there's that. Yeah. But I think the story itself is really cool. Um, apparently, the Flatwoods monster was in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Wow, cool. They were in there, and they were in Fallout 76, because there's a part of Fallout 76 where they're in, like, West Virginia. Weird. Um, also very weird. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. That's the Flatwoods monster. Wow. And who knows what they are or it is and we will probably never know but that's okay that's all right we can heavily speculate i still want to know what's underneath that crazy outfit that's a crazy (laughs) outfit where'd you get that hat 
Is it a hat or a helmet, though? Like, is the round part... Well, I was so, thinking it was, like, a hood. Like, he's got, like, a like a cloak yes. on or something. But it's, like, just, like, the hood pulled up. Maybe the top is pointy. So you get that kind of, like, spade shape. Yeah. No, definitely. That's definitely what a lot of the, like, drawings look like. Oh, by the way, you guys should definitely look up the, like, artist renditions of the Flatwoods monster. Okay. They're pretty good. I want to look it up. All right. Oh my god. I've definitely seen pictures of this before. Yes. Yeah. Iconic. It's very iconic. An iconic look. It's great. <laughs> so that's the thing is like, are they a cryptid? Are they an alien? I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about like the Hopkinsville goblins. Like, yeah. Could be a cryptid, could be an alien. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> but they're fashionable as fuck. They are. They got it going on. Good for you. Oh, I should have gone as the Flatwoods monster for Halloween. I definitely could have put that together. Too late. It's okay. Next year. Next year. Just do it as a an everyday cosplay. Flatwoods monster. Oh, so do you? Is this just for Halloween, or do you dress like this every day? Oh no, this is every day. I literally had somebody ask me that at the gas station when Jeff and I were driving up to visit you, and I had my like makeup done. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, so is this just for Halloween or is it every day? And I was like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff was like, that was an appropriate answer. And I was like, I didn't lie. <laughs> I didn't lie. I didn't lie. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you want to do you want to talk about talk about our friend, our good friend, Cannabis? Our good friend, Mary Jane. Ryan is so loud. All right, Prof, you can come up on the bed. Oh, you see him? Yes. <gasps> He's making biscuits. Oh, making biscuits. He didn't He's used to do biscuits. that. He didn't used to do that. He only started doing it once we moved. That's so cute. That means he's like super comfortable. Super happy, dude. Holy shit. That's my boy. All right. He's going to join us. <laughs> wow. Welcome, Prof. <sighs> All right. So um, I just looked this up, but... Two weeks ago, you, like, talked about which um, states were having, like, some legalization efforts on their bills, ballots. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I just saw this. It's, like, the the governor of Mississippi, um, like, released an official statement saying that he is not happy about the medical marijuana measures on his state's ballot this week, saying they are favored by stoners. Oh! <laughs> <gasps> stoners you say oh no we have to stop the stoners at all costs he's like i don't want pot shops everywhere (laughs) those dang pot shops oh my god oh my god that just reminds me of those uh the commercial did you ever see the commercial where um there's like a bakery next to a dispensary oh nope i'm fucking it up nope this mom and this kid are walking, walking, like, towards this, like, bakery or whatever, and they have to walk past, like, a dispensary, and this kid walks out of the dispensary, like, holding a bag of, like, weed stuff and just shoveling, like, a Twinkie into his mouth. He's just, like, eating a Twinkie, and the mom just, like, looks at him, and he, like, looks at her, like, with the Twinkie in his mouth, like, and his eyes are all red, and she just goes, <gasps> and, like, grabs her kid and, like, pulls the kid away, and the ad is just, like anti-marijuana and i'm like oh no he was eating a twinkie on the street like what the fuck i need to find that ad i need to find it because it was 
so dramatic. That that's so dumb. I love that. And then the other thing is is that the governor also tried pushing a last minute like he challenged it <laughs> asking okay. them to like take it off the ballot completely because it was placed there unlawfully and the Supreme Court was like, nah, dog. What the hell? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see what Mississippi will do. Yeah. This week. <laughs> I just thought that was fun. Yeah. That's fun. Oh my God. I love people who are just very aggressively against it because it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, what's your reasoning? And they explain it to you and you're like, okay, no. Oh, perfect. On the other side of the spectrum, the New Jersey governor is pushing up marijuana legalization. Nice, dude. Didn't I bring up New Jersey? Yeah, yeah, you did as yeah. well. Okay, um, cool. Okay, He's so like, actually, this is going to be really good for our state in terms of revenue. So... Yes. Yeah, smart man. He's like, yeah, like, revenue gender... G- gender... Revenue generator, well, and then he's like, also social justice, and that's a pretty good winning combination. Wow! Thanks, Governor yes. of New Jersey. Okay, I like that guy, Phil I like Murphy. This guy. Phil Murphy. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> that's good. Great. What was the other one? Oh, Portland, Portland, or Oregon was doing a. Ah, Oregon was doing something it's with the. With the with the stuff and the things with the with the, with the shrooms yeah uh, they they ran an ad for it recently um, using mushrooms as like a um, as a way to like ease pain of death and it was there was like they put out a commercial for it wow okay yeah so I guess they're I did not know that was one of like they're marketing the it uses for yeah it. they're marketing it as that as like um helping dying people find peace wow okay yeah that's uh pretty awesome yeah and uh that's pretty much it (laughs) because i didn't plan (laughs) dude that's okay that's okay yeah (laughs) last week's last week's episode was a lot and we had halloween and yeah we did a lot last month in general last month was just a lot last month was a lot but it was great and that was great so thank you. You're welcome. For letting us know that there are dumbasses and smart isses. Smart Smartasses. People. Smartasses. Smartasses. Who are attempting to make decisions. What did she do? She's going to leave Artemis alone now. She did what now? She's just not leaving Artemis alone. She just wants to play. Oh. She just wants to play. All right. Well, I guess that's it then. Yeah. You can check out our website, yourbrainonweird.squarespace.com, where all of our social media links are and links to donate to our Patreon, and you can donate to us on Anchor as well. Um, Also, you can submit your stories if you would like for us to read them on our next A Little Weird. You can do it there. And I think I'd definitely like to get some stories together for next month, since we did something different this month. So yeah, yeah, go there and submit those. That'd be cool. Yeah. Also, if you get a chance, if you could rate us on Apple Podcasts, that is super duper helpful. Um, 
and it helps us get some more exposure and it makes us happy. It makes us happy. And don't you want nice to make stuff. us happy? I know you do. I don't know if you do I or don't know, not, but but it would be cool if you could do that. It'd be sick. It'd be sick. And that's it. Thank you for coming to our podcast this week. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for joining us in your brain. In our brain? Our brain. Thank you for joining our brains. <laughs> <laughs> Through the brain waves of brain space. Brain waves of brain space. Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> anyways. I'm Jess. <laughs> and I'm Sam. And this has been your brain on weird. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.